To this podcast, big celebration. We have a huge party in the cave yes. <laughs> today because we are officially one year old. <laughs> we have finally started to walk. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes it's yes. been 23 episodes. Oh, really? Mm, yes. Mm. Wow. Well done. So good with numbers. Mm. Oh yeah, sometimes, sometimes, yeah, sometimes. Oh. <laughs> when I look them up, write them down, and read what I've written. <laughs> yeah. We've even done a podcast within a podcast. A few episodes oh, yeah. of Lunar Solar Mind. We've we've done quite a lot of things. Mm, we have. Yeah. And yeah. who are we? I am Mikael Hvey from oh, Sweden, yes. and you are lost in celebration. Torgrim Melumstene from Norway. Yes. We say that every episode. Yeah, 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 we do that yeah. to remind ourselves who we are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so we have been lucky enough to have like a, a, a small devoted audience yeah. from all across the globe. Or you, you have the statistics. Yes, here, there, everywhere, actually. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> the four corners of the four world. corners of the earth, and uh, so we're very happy to, that you want to listen to our <laughs> musings and. Uh, and talks and, and interviews mm. and uh, we have plans but we also want to talk about you know the origins of of all this yes. today because we kind of went straight into it we've been very content focused yes we have not spent a lot of time trying to get this podcast out into the world we have kind of no. just made the episodes and uh, then of course through the networks of all the lovely people that we have been interviewing and having conversations with we have uh, reached ears unknown to us yeah. mm. indeed how did all this start then Mikael? i mean we are storytellers after all yes. so a, a yes. proper creation story is needed for everything mm -hmm. including this podcast so i mean we knew each other since a long time i yeah. cannot even remember but it's it's, it's way back in the there, yeah in the, mists in the miasma of... Of... <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like uh, i mean i i do remember the first time i saw you uh, i saw you on stage of course ah. and, uh, and 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 to me it's like oh look at this older storyteller <laughs> one years old i was i was only a, a wee lad of 25 at the time <laughs> so much old uh, yeah at, at that time it felt like uh, i was still in this this kind of this folly of you thinking that six years constitute the generation of difference. Then <laughs> <laughs> quickly I realized that that was not the case. Maybe when when you were like teenagers, but uh, but I remember seeing you on stage for the first time, and I was uh, quite amazed. I totally stole the story you you told. Oh good, <laughs> yeah, yeah, excellent. And immediately and started retelling it. I probably stole it from someone else. Yeah, indeed, indeed. That's that's the name of the game. Yep. You were of course an international performance storyteller and. Uh, 
after that year, I started becoming one as well. Mm. I was studying storytelling, the art of performing storytelling. And uh, I guess a lot of the people who listen to our podcast are storytellers, or at least some of them are, and know what that is. But uh, how, how we are so, we're, we're so happy about this, explaining this. <laughs> but, <laughs> so what is it really, would you say? Mikael? Yeah, <laughs> what is back. it and what is it not? I think this is, <laughs> yeah, very, this, is, so this, is, this is what I'm focused on. I've always been always. very focused on this, what yeah. it is not. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. no, but yeah, what is storytelling? What is performance storytelling? In one sense, you can say, well, Performance storytelling is storytelling on a stage. That is performed. <laughs> End of story. <laughs> yeah. Not very exciting story, though. No, no. But, it, but, of, but of course, it's like uh, this. Uh, I think performance storytelling is like this proto. I, I look at it as a proto art in a way. Mm. Storytelling is, is one of the primeval arts, in my opinion. Mm, one of the yeah. first art forms and then in, in that you can include music and other, I mean you know we spoke to Cash Distorby yeah. about this concept of tales singing and how all of these things music dance and performance theater everything kind of is, is related to the story story as ritual mm. it's it's uh, it's very OG in a way and then uh, in Europe it had a renaissance and we are kind of we were caught in that wave yeah yeah, for me, it was uh, like 97 or something, I think I started out. Yeah, for me, it was like 2004. Yeah, and maybe you could say in a very general sense, because this mm. th this is the thing, when you try to explain uh, what is this, what is that, of course, it's always very, very hard. It is. But if you look at storytelling, I think you could say in a way that the story lives inside of and is carried by a storyteller so this means in a way that that of course you can you can do you can do it any way you want you can have a script and you can perform it but i would say that that inherent to the art of mm. storytelling oral storytelling mm -hmm. is that the story is the storyteller's story so even if it is a traditional story that has been told for i don't know hundreds of years mm. still every storyteller needs to perform it in his or her own way mm. and so the composition of the story the making of the story is i would say certainly for me the biggest part for sure yeah, yeah. i spend most time with that absolutely and then the telling of it is like the tip of the iceberg in a sense. Like an afterthought. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not really. It's very <laughs> no, no. live and direct, I would say. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, no, that's, that's the next thing also then. Yeah, that yeah. Okay, so if you work with oral storytelling, then of course you can tell a story that you know so well, that you've told so many times that you mm. lost count. And still, every time you tell it, there is an element of risk, an element of improvisation, an mm. element of creating the story, discovering yeah. it as you are performing it. Exactly. It is a big part that, that the story is, is, um, is alive in the telling. And then I think you could say also, like a general tendency, I think it is, if I'm not mistaken, I think it is Ben Haggerty that we talked with a few episodes ago, a UK storyteller. I think he talked about the concept of the fireside tradition and the performance mm. tradition. Mm -hmm. So it's like you have storytelling that goes on in a very informal way. Mm. So like around the fireside, basically, which is also, I guess, 
the image that comes to most people's minds, at least here, when you talk yeah. about storytelling. The storyteller under the fire, or it's the bedtime story. But then, mm. of course, there is also this whole tradition spread all over the earth with people who are performers, who are traveling mm. yeah. performance storytellers, performing to audiences of people that they do not personally know. No. no. So that that's kind of the tradition that mm. we are somehow linked to. Somehow, yes. Yeah. And um, uh, it's... Uh... Yeah, it's, as you say, it's like a traveling trade, or at least it used to be <laughs> before mm. the pandemic, uh, for <laughs> both of us. But uh, it, it's, it is to, to a lesser degree now, but still uh, you have that thing. And then I also, there have been instances where I've started out, I've, I'm going to a place and I'm, I'm prepared to be the performer. One time I was going to do a show and then only three people showed up. Mm. So I turned it into a fireside show instead yeah, yeah. <laughs> because it, I had to change it completely because I, I couldn't do the things I was supposed to do with those three people in that space. Mm. So it's also about being very sensitive to the, the context as well. For sure. So that's a different kind of skill as well that you, that, uh, that is, that is, at least I found useful in that, in that arena. Yeah, I would say essential. It doesn't matter if you are telling a story by the campfire or mm. if you are telling a story on a big theater stage, that quality needs to be there. That yeah. skill needs yeah. to be there. Yeah. If, if that's not there, then I'm not sure what it is. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I understand what you mean. Yeah. Well, uh, so uh, we both found our way into this uh, tradition or this into this uh, calling. I, I would almost call it a calling. Yeah. Because it's, uh, why, why else? <laughs> why else do this? I felt like everything was leading into this path. Mm. This combination of the creative and the performative art, the author meeting and the actor. Mm. And of course, also, we both have this lifelong interest in myth. Yes. Uh, which which helps <laughs> to, yes. to, put, to, to kind of nudge you along the path. <laughs> and from, from my point of view, uh, I, I told this story before in this podcast, but when I saw you in Wales in 2017 at the storytelling festival there, Beyond the Border. And I, I saw you channeling Gefion, this Norse goddess, uh, riding quite literally the stone giant, wasn't it? At the, yeah. at the edge of the world, or, or that's what yeah. it felt like. Riding the stone giant at the edge of the world. Now that's yeah. a title. <laughs> that is a title. That, and, and then I then I kind of, I, I saw you do that. And uh, and uh, I, 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 this energy of you be, almost being kind of, I felt you in the, in turn were being ridden by this female archetypal divine force uh, as you were holding aloft a staff, which also is the symbol of the Volva, the staff bearer, this Norse, you might say priestess, or I'm, I'm not sure, or prophetess, seeress. Mm. And this, this blending, I felt, yeah, that is that is what non-binary is all about. <laughs> One thing I thought, <laughs> but also like, yes, this is it. This is it. This is... Uh, this is channeling gods on stage or that some, something archetypal mm. coming through mm. on stage. And I was kind of worshipping you from afar. And <laughs> after that, I came up to you and we had been speaking about this before. But yeah. I, I remember I was kind of taking up the thread again. Let's make a festival together where we looked at Norse mythology, which is, our, of course, our tradition, the, the, what one we've grown up with. But viewing it through this more uh, multicolored rainbow filter to uh, mm. kind of show more aspects of 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 uh and, and what is usually portrayed because it's usually shown through, through very specific 
filters that yes. might, that some might call Viking washing, but but it's much more varied than that. And we know it from the source material. It's just what what sources are constantly repeated again and again and again. Yeah. And, and what interpretations are constantly repeated again and again doesn't mean that they are not true, but it doesn't. But it's not necessarily all the truth. And so based on that. We did this Bifrost festival. Bifrost, of course, named from the rainbow, or some would say the Northern Lights Bridge mm. that connects the world of gods and men. Something shimmering anyway, kind of in between visible and invisible. And on that festival, we did that in February 2020, just before the pandemic hit, or as it was hitting. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was kind of slowly dragging its feet over the doorstep as we were doing that in Sweden. Yes. We had uh, Kashti Storby there doing the Volusbo. Yep. We have Dominic Kelly, yep. her husband, which we have interviewed. We had yep. uh, you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Me. And you. <laughs> and, uh, and Maria Kvilhaug, which we have interviewed twice, and Rune Jarno Rasmussen, mm-hmm. all of whom we have interviewed uh, later on. We were planning on doing a podcast at that space, actually. We didn't do that, but we uh, we wanted to make academics and artists to meet uh, around this this topic yeah yeah and they did and it was lovely and we were also very grateful to theater slava who gave us very kindly their whole theater house yeah. for a whole uh, weekend and an already culture point for actually giving us some money. Yes, <laughs> yeah. that, them Supporting too. This, this pilot. Yeah. And of course, yeah. our plan was to continue doing this. To yes. do more festivals. Norway, Denmark, Finland. We had so many plans. So many plans, which <laughs> were promptly shut down. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then we started, uh, since we couldn't meet at all, we just started talking every week, yeah. didn't we? Yeah. Our yeah. weekly session. Mm. That kind of, yeah, turned into, I mean, uh, the idea of uh, posting things online, the idea of a podcast uh, kind of came back to us through those conversations. We were talking about lots of ideas, myths, and uh, there were so many interesting things. And then, of course, it's like, oh, we know a lot of interesting people. And uh, you talk to someone, I talk to someone, hey, let's talk to them together and, uh, and also make it possible for them to hear what kind of bigger conversation they are actually part of Mm, mm, so mm. yeah in the borderlands grew out of that from the beginning we were thinking of calling it the bifrost podcast yeah yeah Yeah. and and then we felt oh but this podcast is its own project its own thing and maybe we'll return to the bifrost festival we would like to uh, Mm. just been uh, yeah we've been busy on each other end and of course i i recently had a daughter as well so that's yeah, uh, there are, there are, things are happening. Yeah. <laughs> so, and now we've done this 23 episodes. And, yeah, uh, we've been interviewing these people that we spoke about, but not only those people. We've been doing things from having talks, the two of us, about subjects that interest us dearly, from psychedelics to more like mythical deep dives into, uh, for instance, the pig, what the significance of the pig at Christmas. Yeah. And... Uh, we also have, of course, a huge announcement. You should probably also have in the show notes that we we are we are expanding our plot line in the, mm. in the world wide web <laughs> by launching properly our uh, Instagram. Yes, in the Borderlands underscore podcast. Mm-hmm. Our Facebook mm-hmm. in the Borderlands. Yes, and our webpage in the Borderlands dot com. Uh-huh. Did I forget anything? Yes, one thing. Oh, yes. Contact at in the borderlands.com. Yes. 
com. Yeah, quite straightforward. Yeah, if you feel like uh, dropping us a little message, please do. Of course, now we also have the Instagram and the Facebook page, so so you can message us there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we mm. have uh, more exciting interviews coming up. Yes. And other subjects as well. Yes, and you can of course also find us on Instagram and Facebook. I think my Instagram account, which has one post, I'm not very <laughs> active. But anyway, yeah. uh, mm. it's quite recent anyway, uh, is Mikael Oberg Storyteller in one word. And mm. uh, on Facebook, I have Mikael Oberg Performance Storyteller. Mm-hmm. And I do have a website, mikaeloberg.com, that is at the moment completely blank. But yeah. that means anything can happen. Mm. Me personally, I have like this uh, artist name in Norwegian, which doesn't really help internationally. But it's uh, it's basically the the English translation would be the Jack of Clubs, and there's a story about that. But I won't go into details about that now. In Norwegian, is Kluverknekten. Yeah, it doesn't. I don't know if you should even say this, but it's uh, it's hard to understand. But but my webpage is kluverknekten.no, and my Instagram is kluverknekten. And even my Twitter handle, which I never use, <laughs> is Clover Connecting as well. Yeah, All but, of this uh, will, of course, be in the show notes. And yes. if you haven't already seen this, for each and every episode, there are mm-hmm. a lot of show notes. We have links Indeed. to all kinds of things that we talk about because... Yeah, the conversations, sometimes they they just uh, sprawl away and uh, we keep mentioning different books or authors or mythological characters or whatever Mm. without kind of explaining who they are or what it is. But then we do always have a little listen to uh, what we've been up to and then we include all of that in the show notes. So if there's something that's confusing you, chances are you will find it in the Mm. show notes. Uh, so yeah thank you for listening and until next time and whatever exciting theme we might delve into next time it will be a surprise yes for all of us yeah exactly including (laughs) us (laughs) including us at this this point in time yeah yeah be well be Be well. well be well